is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with systemsforselfcare.com where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. On yesterday's episode, I gave you 11 tips for improving your body image. And a couple of the tips I talked about media and how the media that we consume really Fs up our relationship with our bodies. It really Fs up what you see in the mirror and how you perceive that and how you talk to yourself. Um, the media that you consume gives you this idea of what the quote right body is. And I think for a lot of us, as we're growing up and we see images in magazines, on television shows, um, in social media, um, we get the idea, we gain this knowledge from what we're consuming that there's a right body and the right body is a white woman. And I'm saying right body with quotes. (laughs) It is a white woman who is tall, has long, slim legs. She's got big boobs. She's got a perfect waist. She's got a perfect butt. Um, and she's young, right? She's probably like 24, right? And that's the quote, right body. That's the image that we see over and over and over again. And it's on magazines. And even, even if that woman doesn't actually even exist, all of the images are airbrushed and photoshopped to be that woman. And so it's like, well, no wonder all of us are messed up and think there's something wrong with our bodies. We think that there's something wrong with the features on our bodies because we don't measure up and we don't look like that woman, right? And so media can really mess up our body image. But I have also found that there have been some shows and some movies that really have helped me improve my relationship with my body image. And I want to share with share those uh, with you today. Um, this list isn't exclusive. I'm sure there's more out there, but these have definitely helped me. And after I finished writing this blog and I kind of like did the research and like made the links, I was like, oh, that's so interesting. As I went through and looked at all of these, I did realize that all of these episodes, all of these shows, movies, they feature white women. And so I want to acknowledge that privilege that um, the media still has some work to do. The mainstream media still has some work to do to feature women of color, to feature different able-bodied bodies. Um, to feature more people who don't just look like that, quote, right body that I mentioned, right? So I want to acknowledge that, but I do think that, you know, these are common, uh, some of the stepping stones that we need to take. And I also acknowledge that I think that that is one of the, the best parts of social media, that it isn't just mainstream media, that there are opportunities for uh, women of color, um, different sizes, different races, um, different abilities, different, you know, different bodies that social media does give that opportunity for real people to show up and be visible. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, so those are the great parts about social media, but I want to dive into some mainstream media um, that has helped me change my relationship with my body. So number one, uh, the movie Take My Nose, Please. So this is a movie about two female comedians who decide to get plastic, plastic surgery on their nose. Um, one of the things that really stood out to me in this movie was how they go through the history of magazines and how magazines in like the 1920s, um, if you look at fashion magazines, Vogue, different things, they featured, again, that quote, right body uh, women 
in these articles, in these ads. And that's what it was. It's like they featured these women who are so beautiful, so slim, so young, right? And now they're going to use these images to sell products to people uh, because there's something wrong with you. You don't look like this woman. So here, buy this product and it's going to help you look like this woman. So it's like, well, shoot, like this has been happening, you know, for over a hundred years and probably even before then, but definitely with those images, you know, seeing those images over and over and over again in magazines, seeing, I don't look like that person. I need to buy this thing so that I can look like that person. And then I will be accepted. Then I will be okay. So I loved Take My Nose, Please, because it, it went through the history of like, why our relationship with ourselves, with our bodies is so effed up. And then also too, like uh, the two women in the, in the movie, they do end up getting a nose job. And I don't think that, you know, you can't judge them. It's like, this is something that has bothered them. This is something they decided to change. And we all have that thing that we, we think there's there, this thing is wrong with us. It's effed up that we think it's wrong with us. And, but I don't also, I also don't think that there's anything wrong if you decide like, Hey, I want to change this thing. But I think the caveat is like, Hey, let's not make your whole life about falling down that rabbit hole of fixing things that are quote wrong with you because that'll be your whole life. (laughs) That'll be your whole life. That is something that Paul had actually said to me, like, Hey, Jacqueline, you can get the perfect body, but once you get there, you're going to find something else wrong with you that you need to fix. So (laughs) what if you were just okay with how your body is right now? So thanks. Thank you to Paul for that message. But I think that the movie take my nose, please. It was really good. It was really helpful for me to just see how effed up this is and why it's so effed up. The next one is um, it's a show. It is called Dietland. And Dietland, um, it's a dark comedy. It's also a murder mystery. And it is like a feminist uh, fem- feminism TV show. And it features a plum kettle who works at a fashion magazine. She answers letters to the editor. And all of these letters are about women writing about things that are wrong with them that, you know, please help me fix this thing. Um what I loved about this show is that we are in Plum's head and we are, you know, hearing how she's navigating her day. There's a part of the show where she, she goes to like a, a Weight Watchers meeting and there's this condescending leader talking to her about food. And then there's this other character who comes into the meetings and is just like kick ass, super confident. Um, I loved this show because it really shows how, how effed up this competitive beauty game we're all playing where there's going to be a winner and there's going to be someone that doesn't win. But I think like, we don't have to continue playing this. We don't have to continue playing this game where life sucks. Um, so Dietland, it's a really good show. It's based on a book. It's, I think there's a couple of books in this series as well. Another movie that really helped me change my uh, relationship with my body image is Tiny Shoulders Rethinking Barbie. So this, this movie was so good. I had no idea about the history of Barbie. And when you look at it, it's like Barbie has done a lot. Barbie has all of the professions. She's been a teacher. She's been a doctor. She's been a nurse. She's been a dentist. She's been an astronaut, an artist, a model, you know, a beauty queen. She's been all of these different things, but Barbie has only looked the quote right body, right? Barbie is tall and thin and white and very slim legs, big boobs, small waist. Um, You know, Barbie had blonde hair and then she had brown hair, but she still looked the same. 
this movie was so powerful because it went through like, hey, what if Barbie didn't look like that? What if there was a curvy Barbie? What if there's a Barbie who's in a wheelchair? What if there's a Barbie who has natural hair? Um, And it kind of went through how they constructed this. And also, you know, the messages, the, the trolls out there who said that this was wrong. But what I loved about this movie was how amazing would it be if we had all grown up seeing a doll who looked like us seeing a doll that like affirmed that, Hey, you and your body right now is you're eight years old. That's okay. You look like this doll, like being able to see yourself represented. I just think that women's lives would be so much different now as adults, if we knew that we were okay in our imperfect natural bodies as they were when we were eight. The next uh, show that I love and has helped me change my relationship with my body image is Shrill. And it features my favorite cast member from SNL, um, A.D. Bryant. So Shrill is about a writer who is in a new relationship and she's working on being comfortable in her own skin. And her boss sucks, but her roommate is this kick-ass awesome roommate. And she writes this article called Hello, I'm Fat. And the article ends up going viral. And there's some really strong supporters who, you know, really love the message. And then there are some trolls who really tear her down. And one of the things I love about it, well, there's a couple of things. One, I just love A.D. Bryant. She is successful. She is normal. Um, She doesn't have the, quote, right body, but she's successful. And it, it just reminds me that, like, hey you know, you don't have to look the quote, right right body to be successful and to be happy and to go do the things that you want in the world. And then this actually relates to the next one, which is uh, the two episodes of This American Life. So episode 545 and episode 589, which are both about, um, they feature Lindy West. So Lindy West is actually um, the writer (laughs) who the movie, uh, the TV show Shrill is about. And Lindy West actually did write this article. It went viral. Um, There are two episodes in This American Life that I love. And one is where she actually does confront her troll. She actually gets in contact and just kind of like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you, why did this happen? Why are you picking on me? And I think it just really helps you empathize with her story and kind of, again, see what's happening in her life. And it's, It's like this, like, wow, like we, so many of us feel like we don't belong. We are not accepted. We don't have permission to exist. And having people tell you that you don't have permission to exist. This helped me change my relationship with my body image. Cause it's just like, why, why are we spending our whole lives feeling like we don't have permission to exist? It's effed up. Um, And again, when I see other people be visible, and they have permission to exist. It gives me permission to exist in my right now body as well. Um, so those are five shows, episodes, movies that have helped me change my relationship with my body. I know this is a short blur, but I, I hope that you can go in and consume these pieces of media and just see that there are other messages out there. Um, hear other people's stories. I think that that's the thing that I love the most about This American Life. I, I listened, I've been listening to it for years and years. But This American Life, the podcast, just gets you into other people's lives. You can see what's going on. You can empathize. You'll hear part of your story and their stories as well. Um, and it just, it helps you see that there's nothing wrong with you. Like you are allowed to exist just as you are. 
And again, if you're allowed to exist, that gives permission for other people um, to exist as well. So those were five shows or movies that have helped me change my relationship with my body image. And I want to note that I didn't mention shows like The Biggest Loser. I don't think The Biggest Loser helps many people improve their relationship with their body. Um, yes, you'll hear stories from people that you you can connect with, but it's like, it's this constant, you have to lose weight in order to be happy. And it's fine to want to lose weight. It's fine to want to change your body. But again, this hyper-focus on always fixing yourself, it, it just messes with you. So shows like that I don't spend a lot of time consuming um, I'd like to hear from people that are off doing really cool things with their lives. And it's not just this obsession with changing your body. So that would be like my extra bonus tip was like, you know, find pieces of media that are actually going to help you move along in your journey and stop consuming the pieces of media that just kind of like keep you staying stuck in this repetitive story. Um, I don't know that you need to keep <laughs> consuming those things. So those are my tips. I hope this was helpful. Let me know. Let me know. Send me an email if you have a movie or a show or a podcast or a book that has really helped you change your relationship with your body image. Take care. So I hear from a lot of people that they want to get healthier. They want to get healthier in a way that is actually healthy. And what I found is having a system for self-care is the best way to go. I have a system for self-care when it comes to eating. It's called Imperfect Eating and the Five Ps. And I have a completely free guide helping you get started with Imperfect Eating in the Five Ps. You just need to go to systemsforselfcare.com slash the five Ps. And if today's episode or past episodes were helpful and you'd like to support the podcast, you can buy me a cup of coffee. It's like a tip jar on the internet. You can go to ko-fi, that's ko-fi.com slash Jacqueline Rickio Stover and you can buy me a cup of coffee. Again, go to systemsforselfcare.com slash the five Ps to get imperfect eating, getting started with the five Ps, or you can buy me a cup of coffee. Go to ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash Jacqueline Stover. Both links are in the show notes. Take care. I will see you in the next one. Bye.